We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Jenna Cameron, John Rich. It is 94 WIP. We'll talk to Shil Kapadia coming up in a moment. Now, at noon today, AMA. Every Wednesday at noon, AMA. You ask... We answer. The key, of course, is get those questions in on Facebook, Twitter, and the text line. Make them some good creative questions, sports questions, non-sports questions, whatever you got. We'll have some fun today at noon. Sheila, in a moment, John. Today's broadcast is brought to you by Parks Casino, Pennsylvania's number one casino. This is how you win. Must be 21 and in PA or New Jersey. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, so Sheila Capati does a phenomenal job covering the uh, National Football League for the Ringer and a guest on our show. And he always breaks down the film for us on the Eagles. And we'll do some of that for sure. But also some, how do you handle the Hurts injury and the impact and the Minshew thing and all that? And for all of it, Mr. Sheila Capati. Hi, Sheila. What's up, guys? How you doing? Sheil, good. So, Sheil, let me start with this. We'll, we'll go to the last game film a sack, but I just am curious because John and I spent a lot of time in the 10 o'clock hour talking about this. If Jalen Hurts says, I want to play, and the Eagles medical staff knows he can physically play but will not be as healthy as he was prior to kickoff a couple days ago, would you let Jalen Hurts play versus Dallas? Uh, no, I, I would be cautious. I mean, if there's any chance, and even if it's, they say, hey, 5% chance the injury gets worse, if he plays whatever, I would say let's just be cautious and move forward. I mean, listen, there, there are two aspects to this. One is, uh, yeah, it sucks. If you're an Eagles fan, you're thinking everything's going well. No, we, we've had these late-season injuries before. Why are we having another one? Now that's true. When he comes back, you don't know if he's going to be 100%. But then if you look at the other side, they're well-positioned to handle this. They need one win in their final three weeks to lock up the number one seed. He comes back when he's healthy, and he plays then, and hopefully you can still make a Super Bowl run. So I would err on the side of caution. So you're, you're watching all the games around the league every week. How often is it that a, an NFL quarterback plays through a throwing shoulder separation? Yeah, I think this injury, and again, we, we will never know like the full exact details of what it is. And so if it is a shoulder sprain, as they say, uh, that is an injury that quarterbacks play through. I mean, I was watching the film, and you see him get crunched where he sustains, sustains the injury. Yep. The very next play, they're calling four verticals. I mean, four downfield throw. The next three plays, they are all passing plays. I mean, he threw some of his best passes of the entire game. He absolutely after- did. He did, the very he next play, it was a it was yeah. an out route with great zip on it, and then after the injury, he w- ended up being six of nine, and you know one was deflected. There was some circumstantial stuff. Threw his best pass of the day to AJ Brown. That's right. Yep. Yeah, the sixty-eight yarder down the uh, right sideline there. So I think if the stakes were higher, if this were a playoff game, if this were for the division, if this were for the number one seed and he felt like he could go, um, then you could take a little bit more of a risk. But I, I think the way he played after suffering the injury should give Eagles fans some optimism that when he comes right. back, you know, hopefully he'll look pretty good. Minshew missing practice yesterday. Of course, the unique circumstance. He'd already committed to go to the Mike Leach funeral and speak at it. Um, if he does play, and he probably will, does that give you little concern? 
Uh, I mean, you would you you would want a guy to practice as much as possible, but I, I understand the circumstances yeah. um, and don't have a big issue with it. I mean, I think you're going to have to change the offense for sure. I think that uh, quarterback being part of the run game is not going to be part of the game plan with Gardner Minshew. I think the ball has to come out uh, quickly, uh, short, intermediate parts of the field. You have to rely on the run game, and then you do have to still take your shots one-on-one on on the outside. I mean, I think that's the aspect of Jalen Hurts' game that we probably take for granted a little bit is that he is very aggressive when he's seeing single high and he sees A.J. Brown or Devontae Smith Mm -hmm. on the outside. He's throwing the ball, and oftentimes he's throwing it very accurately. So that's going to be an aspect I have an eye on here with Gardner Minshew, uh, assuming he plays. Shea, let's go back to the last game now and kind of do a dive. And let's let's start with this concept. Hurts ran it a lot. With the 12-1 and record while that game was being played, do you think Sirianni and Steichen were a little reckless? Do you think Hertz was a little reckless with how he played that with one of those hits leading to an injury? Do you think looking back at it, it was strategically unwise? Yeah, I'm of two minds. I guess first of all, I'll say I don't think Hertz was reckless. I think Hertz played exactly how he uh, usually plays and is, and is making the plays that are called for him. Now, watching that game, I thought, you know, your nine-point favorite, this is a team you should beat. Is this a game you really want to be running Hertz this much? Because the Bears' game plan was similar to what we saw from the Colts about a month ago, and that was, hey, that edge defender on the zone read, just go after the running back and make Jalen Hurts keep the football, and when he does – hit him. I mean, that was obvious from the first two plays of the game. So after I saw that, I'm watching it going, I don't think you need to do, you can call straight handoffs here. You have the offensive line. You're blowing these guys off the ball. You're still passing the football. And so, um, you know, it's second guessing for sure. I'll just say, honestly, I was thinking that as I watched the game. The other aspect of this is this is going to be the Jalen Hurts experience. You know, when you have Jalen Hurts as your quarterback, it's such a big part of what the Eagles do. It's such a weapon that is going to be part of it. But in my opinion, yeah, I think you rethink that a little bit and say, hey, is it a high leverage situation? It's kind of a break in case of emergency when you go to it that often. It's not something you have to do every week because the team's shown they can move the football, you know, without necessarily having him be that big a part of the run game. Shio, how surprised were you by how well the Bears' defense looked, how, how, how well they played against us? Yeah, I think they had a, a beat on, you know, you, I remember that Miles Sanders screen, like you watched the D tackle, and he knew exactly what was coming. And there were some plays like that. I thought their secondary uh, really competed and covered yeah. really well. And so uh, I was a little surprised by that at the same time. Man, I don't think I've seen a quarterback have cleaner pockets that Jalen Hurts had. This Eagles offensive line in pass pro the last three games has been outstanding. Like, it's just uncommon to get to the third quarter and right, look at your notes and say, wait, has the quarterback even been hit yet uh, in the pocket? So uh, I think there were some ups and downs. Listen, we're at the point where a bad game for the Eagles is they put up, what, 421 yards, mm-hmm. and, you know, they're still hitting on all those explosive plays. So uh, I think our standards are probably a little bit different than most teams in the NFL. How good is Quez Watkins, Shield? I think he's fine as a three. You know, I wouldn't want him to be uh, a top two guy. He has ups and downs. I didn't think they necessarily put him in position to succeed a lot in this game. I mean, I don't want to see Quez Watkins on jet sweeps, on wide receiver screens. I want him going down the field. You know, I think that's when he has 
his, most of his success. Now, that interception that Jalen Hurts threw, the second one, you can certainly make the case that Watkins needs to kind of flatten out his route there, yeah. and Hurts really trusted him to be in a spot there. And so I think that's probably a little bit uh, on both of them. But, yeah, that, that type of thing, um, that pops up from time to time with him for sure. The D-line production in this game, three guys with two sacks, I feel like I ask you this every week, was it more our D-line continues to improve and produce, or was it the Bears' shortcomings uh, we, we took advantage of? Yeah, I'm, I mean, I, I'm really impressed with this. I mean, they're on pace to set records, uh, franchise records for sacks, sack rate, all those things. And two things are really standing out to me. One is they've really found a way – to kind of weaponize Josh Sweat and Javon Hargrave on those stunts. I mean, I, I think I yeah. counted three three sacks where those guys are working hand-in-hand, hand, just doing it beautifully, teaching tape exactly what you want to do with, with one guy uh, penetrating, the other guy looping around, and that's giving offensive lines a bunch of problems. That's something to continue wow. to keep an eye on. And then the other one is, Hassan Reddick is just killing people, man. I mean, he was incredible in this game. When you talk about a guy just dominating snap to snap, series to series, uh, it's a tight end one play, it's a right tackle the next play. I mean, he easily could have had four sacks in this game. And so him, it's a lot of him winning one-on-one. He's playing like his hair's on fire. Uh, he's just had a terrific season and is really playing his best football of the year right now. Is this, I gotta, the, I, I gotta, is this the best he's ever played? Yeah, I think so. I mean, yeah. listen, he's had flashes of it. He's had double-digit sack seasons. But you look at what he's doing in just a one-on-one matchup, you don't have to scheme stuff up for him. Uh, it's really impressive. Sheil, I got to say, I mean, we have this some – This is ridiculous. Some, it's outrageous some, is what just happened. Sheil, uh, you can't see it, but you don't know how outrageous what just happened. Joe's been begging Jimmy to go get him food. Ava Graham just hand-delivered. Yeah, like walked in like a waitress and like put it in front of him, put the napkin a on his lap. Steak, oh, a cheesesteak and fries. don't. Why did she do that? Uh, because I put the call out. I needed some food, and I really appreciate it. So that was a wonderful job. That was Why didn't you just eat before you came to work? Because yeah, like every other normal know. person in the world. You always in, get man. you. It's just because it's happening all the time. <laughs> she was like, oh, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Chill, I'm hungry. It's, it's the holiday season. Let me treat myself. You're Ava, don't dinner. do that no, again. Ava treated you. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> I can't I believe this. I remember when Joe was grinding away, just a little guy, you know, trying to make his way. Um, mm. in the business and listen success sometimes can go to you. I just hope Joe remembers uh-huh. the little people it's a great point, what it would like to be on the other side so she'll, great point. She'll, let me haughty <laughs> hammer for the, back for, here for the second time today because I'm good at the setup <laughs> see no one else knows this other than Ava let me welcome Ava Graham back in the studio so she can present a cheesesteak to John Ritchie and James Seltzer as my holiday Whoa. gift for these, I mean, not my only holiday gift. No way. Sheila, I'm not All a bad right. guy. That was there pretty good. I set the I whole thing up. That was pretty good. Man. I knew you were still the guy I no knew 10 years ago. No way. Joe, that was, I'm actually starving today. Wow. That's pretty good. You know, we're near the holidays. Let me help my guys Look out in here. here. I paid for it. Ava didn't pay for it. I retract my. I statement. take everything back. I'm sorry. I take it all back. I really appreciate that, and I am pretty hungry, and it smells amazing. <laughs> it really does. I take it all back, man. Hey, you're sorry, a hero, Joe. Camera. Oh, I'm not a hero. It is what it. Hey, Shil. Last question for you, bud. Um, Saints game or Cowboys game? There was a, a poll this morning. Fifty-five percent of respondents said the Cowboys game matters more to them. I I get why people say that, but I think it's lunacy. How should Eagles fans have voted in that poll? Oh, man. I'm with them. Oh, come on, Shield. There's a draft pick that can be a top 
seven pick. What are no, we doing? There's, dr- there's it's the next game. It's, it's not all about draft picks. It's not about winning titles. It's about do you remember the experience of a team? And I'll tell you what, if they go to Dallas with Gardner Minshew and win that football game on Christmas Eve, Seven years ago, seven years from now, you're going to get together with your buddies and you're going to remember the 2022 season, and that's the game you're going to remember. You're not going to say, oh, remember, week 17, they beat the Saints and they moved up two picks. No, it's about, it's about memories from a season. And, man, they, you know, we remember the Coy Detmer game in San Francisco on the college Monday night football. Yeah. We remember the Jeff Garcia game in Dallas on Christmas. This has the potential to be that type of game if you can go out there in front of the nation on Christmas Eve and kill the Cowboys. All right, Sheila, it sounds sounds like you really don't expect Jalen to play. I don't. I mean, I would be surprised. I mean, I would be surprised, really surprised, if he played in this game. I guess never say never. But to me, it's posturing that they're, you know, Mm. not not ruling him out yet. Hey, Sheila, have a great holiday, man. Thanks for being a massive part of our show. And uh, a happy holiday to you and your entire family. Thanks, pal. All right, guys. You too. Talk to you soon. There he is. Speaking of happy holidays, coming up, John's version of Santa's coming to town. He's coming to town. And Richie has put some music behind it. You'll hear that. We'll rock all the calls. And three hungry guys are about to eat cheesesteaks on 94 WIP. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.